Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, news, reviews, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Caden, Austin, and Kat. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley. Yes, do not, like, I I could do the whole don't adjust your dial thing, but this is a brand new episode. We're going to be talking about Star Wars Squadrons uh, tonight, uh, and I am joined by my illustrious host, co-host of uh, Smoking and Drinking in Space, uh, co-founder of the uh, Creative Brain Candy family, uh, Jason. Jason, welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. How are you tonight? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I'm glad to be here. Star Wars Squadron, so awesome. That's all we're going to be talking about tonight. That's it. I think we just skip forward to it. Yeah, let's just let's just go, shall we? Because we basically, we're taking over this show, right? We're, right, we're right, here. Yeah. We're here, too. You know. Who? Cat, Cat, oh. and I. Oh, I figured yeah. we wouldn't get they a nice introduction. I didn't get an Who? introduction, but I guess hosted on status, so it's nothing you, new. You podcast? Yeah, you hired me. Oh, uh, I introduced well. you on status. Yeah, but I didn't get a cool introduction like everyone else did. <laughs> you gotta earn that. Uh, here, are your regular host, uh, Aaron. Aaron, brand new. Hi. Welcome to the to the Creative Brain Candy family. Thank you. Thank you very much. How's that this seat is what feel? Yeah, second episode, right? Second episode. How, how was the first episode? Uh, it it got a whole lot of acclaim from a handful of people. Uh, like people you know? Like your mom, oh, yeah. your grandma? Yeah, that's usually how it works. Yeah. My, my grandma was super stoked to hear me on the radio. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's awesome. Don't worry about it, grandma. It's, I'm on the radio. That's really all you need to know is I'm on the radio. Uh, and also, it's really not a radio. It's just an old radio that we sit her in front of, and then I play my computer in the background. She <laughs> loves it. <laughs> We should do that for Crowley in the home. Canadian uh, (laughs) cat is here. Oh, Canadian cat. Thanks. Well, you're not American. Correct. I'm better. That's not, that's not how Canada works. That's not how Canada works uh, at all. So with that, I'll get, I guess I'll turn the show back over to Cat and Aaron because I don't know what the, I don't know what you guys do anymore. I'm trying my best not to swear for our editor. So you're welcome. Uh, Cat, go ahead. I don't want to. Aaron, go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> Today we're talking about Star Wars Squadrons, and how bad published it is. by Electronic Arts and developed by Motive Studios. Star Wars Squadrons is a fun dog bu- dog fighting combat shooter based in the you guessed it Star Wars universe. Chronologically taking place after the events of Return of the Jedi, Star Wars Squadrons places the player in the cockpit of both Rebel and Empire ships. I guess we're skipping over a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, ju- I jumped the gun. <laughs> yeah, bit, you might have jumped the gun. I think there's. A little premature. First, like, do you guys do you guys pimp other creative brain candy shows on here? Like, what do you do, Cat? Like, how does BGA work? I don't. Do you I haven't listen? Done this in a minute. I didn't even know you podcasted until about ten minutes ago. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Just like the multiple times you've been on BGA <laughs> with me. So nice, right? Uh, yeah. No, just, typically, we talk about what games we've been playing. Um, yeah. 
So what have you been playing this week? I've been playing a lot of Valorant. Yeah, so not Star Wars Squadrons. Good job. Way to go, host. Listen, I did play, and I didn't like it, so I switched back to a game that I did like. (laughs) Just because you're a terrible gamer. Aaron, what have you been playing? I've been playing the story mode or the storyline for Star Wars Squadrons. But not multiplayer? Uh, Yeah, we played multiplayer last night with Star-Lord 07 on the Discord. No, that wasn't Star-Lord 07. That was Stargate Pioneer. Oh, Oh, so you played with SP. Oh. Oh. Close. How'd you do... (laughs) Um, <laughs> I, uh, we didn't do so great. <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing about, old man. Oh my God. I'm laughing because, well, uh, uh we play a lot I'm, with SP. Yeah, it's fun play playing with, with SP. SP. We have a lot no, of fun with SP. No, it's not. No, it's not. SP, I love you. If you listen to this, man, I love you, man. I do. You like, you're my boy, SP. You're my boy, but you suck at squadrons. Like, he's better than I was. Oh, he yeah, was, he was. was he's better than both of us. Not, he was oh, the top dog. He wow. was the top dog for us. He was our anchor. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 We, I don't even know what to do with that information. Uh, apparently, congratulations, SP. You're no longer the worst squadron player I know. You're welcome. So, that mantle. <laughs> I want to I play with the both of you now. So I, know. I can, so I know how terrible you really are. I really let's want to buy me a drink. Let's first. Do it after this. Let's, let's make it happen. Let, let's uh, let's make it happen. Uh, <laughs> Jason, what have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a lot of squadrons lately. Yeah, yeah, so have I. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a lot of squadrons. Also, I've been playing the Legends mode on uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which came out, or Tsushima, depending on which character, uh, which voice actor is uh, pronouncing it. Are you uh, going to say that fantastic. every single time you say that's Ghost of Tsushima? A, it's a joke. It's a it's an ongoing joke. It's not I don't know funny. if you know how jokes work. Do you guys I do. not have jokes? In I Canadian? do, and I didn't laugh because it's not funny. God, I why am why are you here? You hired me. Anyway, uh, I've been playing that. That's actually pretty cool. You guys should cover that. I won't come back on for that, but you guys should yes, talk about with it. our PlayStations. Let us do that. Oh, that's right. You guys are non PlayStation heaven scrubs. Yes, but we may have a PlayStation person coming soon, so stay tuned for oh, that. Finally, oh, really? some some class to the show. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Ouch. But... <laughs> well, it's going to be higher class than Canadian cat. I don't know why. Shots fired. It's not even a good <laughs> shot. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, it was like a shot uh, you missed. <laughs> I, well, wow. Wow. All right. Well, then you know, I'll I'll uh, I'll bide my time. I'll take another shot later. Uh, let's let's uh, talk about something on Creative Brain Candy. Check out Cotelbophobia as they literally crap on everything I love. Caffeine, cigars, fapping. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Cotelbophobia <laughs> uh, on creativebraincandy.com. Uh, Check them out there while you're there. If you're interested in podcasting, uh, if you have an idea for a podcast, uh, we can help you out. That's what we do. We are, we, we are helpers here. Don't, don't look at Kat as the example. Look at Aaron. As the example. Ooh, a little prestige. Um, I like it. Was that better? So can I say, Aaron has claimed to be my other podcast's biggest fan, so suck it. It's true. I'm a huge STD fan. He's a huge STD fan. Huge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so is Rob. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) greatdebrainkitty.com. Click the apply button uh, and let us know. We would love to help you out. And I, I promise you that I won't treat you like I treat Kat, at least not at first. I'd have to get to know you and then I will crap all over you. All Unless right, so you're Canadian. Oh, uh, 
yeah, if you're Canadian, like I'm like, we're all Canadian out. <laughs> like, let's get somebody from Mexico or friggin' Peru, England, even. I would be okay with someone from England. Not so much France, England, anywhere in Europe, but France, Germany, any of these other European countries, just not France. Fringe people are welcome to apply. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know about that. Anyway, uh, let's, uh, anybody got news? Anybody got gaming news this week? Yeah. Uh, so I have a little bit of gaming news. Oh, you can go, go first. Ahead, no, go first. Ladies first. You're good. It's kind of a gaming kind of movie news. Did you see the Monster Hunter World movie coming out with Mila Jovovich? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was like a 17-second trailer that looks like the CGI was done by my six-year-old. <laughs> Just saying. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Such an I found idea. a trailer for two minutes and 16 seconds, so I don't know what you're talking about. Mia, Mia Jovovich? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, 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 not no. on this show. No, right we're not ear. getting them restraining oh, orders. God. I'm gonna have PTSD <laughs> after listening to that. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to hear my commentary on Mila Jovovich, go listen to Smoking and Drinking. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, no, digital pen part at work. Look, I said this earlier on another podcast, the Smoking and Drinking in Space, that I just referred to. I said that. Hollywood and, and Silicon Valley video, like they just need to stop because there hasn't been a video game movie that was any good. And there hasn't been a video game based on a movie that's been any good. So just you didn't stop. like any of the Resident Evil ones? What about a show? No. Who? Uh, a show that's based on a game that's based on a book. Okay. That's so, based on a book. Yeah. That, well, I think the show kind of follows the game more than it does the book. I'm not sure. That's what but I. Yeah, there, that is that's the Witcher. Probably the exception that proves the rule, though. Yeah, I yeah. just wanted to prove them wrong. Can you name another one? No. Is there more than one? I okay, then 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 Jason's right. It's the exception that proves the rule. Please <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Is it? Yeah, is it? it is. I, I, I don't think that's accurate. I don't think that's accurate at all. I think. I it mean, because I I have headphones on and I can hear. My sultry tones, the the dulcet sounds no, that no, come out of my no, mouth. No, 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 no. Yes, no. yes, yes. I can. Yeah, no. yeah. So, anyways, you guys like this game, hey? Is that it? That's all we're talking about for I news. Have a that was it. Is... I have a question. Answer the question. Okay. <sighs> Ask your question. I just did. You guys like this game? Yes, yes, we do. Yeah. Well, no. a lot. Hard no. They're not going to release any future content in the game, apparently. Yes, we know. We're going to talk about that. There's no DLC? Nope, nothing. Nope, we're going to talk about that. That was my other news. That's your news? Yeah. <laughs> That's it? Good God. It's like Rob just came up with the news segment for BGA. That's I, well, what it's I like. I think they probably graduated from the Rob School of Journalism <laughs> for doorknobs. <laughs> well, Listen, maybe if we had some great teachers, it would be different, but... No, sorry, you're stuck with us. So, yeah, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, but that's they, a, they, they announced that whenever they announced the game. They said it was yeah. going to be a self-contained game. There weren't going to be any microtransactions. There weren't going to be any DLCs that they were going to sell later. Listen, uh, I didn't hear about this game until you guys started talking about it. So, it was I, news I also to me. I think that this is a this is a a, a direct result of the battle. Field 2, Battlefront 2. Uh, I always confuse Battle those front, two. Yeah. Yeah, Battlefront Battle 2, two. Uh, microtransaction pushback. I honestly it think that's be. what it's from. 
And EA is just like, let's just put a game out. And look, what a novel concept. Put out a game and it's done. Like, that's what I grew up with. So, yeah, I mean, but back in the 20s, then, they had video games. They, they came out with expansions for, for games that we played. Not on consoles. Well, no, yeah, definitely not on, not on consoles. consoles. No. Yeah. Like on a Nintendo, you played Zelda. That was it. Like there was no, there was no expansion. There's no DLC. There was no nothing. Right. It was the game was released. It is what it is. There you go. Please enjoy. Right, but like the precursor to this game, which was X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, they had an expansion on that. In fact, we talked about that on episode 81. Yeah. Remember that? Well, episode 81, look, I don't remember what I had for breakfast, <laughs> okay? Like, you're, you're like, hey, you remember this episode like 30 years ago? Nope, I sure don't. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Look, here's here's the thing. There, there's a, I think, and I've railed against games that come out and they're not ready Right. And then on day one, there's a, there's a three gigabyte patch. I hate that. Three gigabytes hate, is low nowadays. Right. And I yeah. hate 56 hate Call of Duty microtransactions. I, I think microtransactions as a whole, they're terrible. But I also think that in today's market, that there is a happy medium between the two. I think that, I think that you, there's a way to do microtransactions and give players what they want. And there's a way to add content later on to keep a game alive uh, without, without the, the one-day six-gigabyte patch, without the one-day, oh, we're fixing all the bugs. And I think this one, there weren't a lot of bugs. Now, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but uh, the, the, AI, the AI fleet battle isn't bad, but apparently the multiplayer fleet battle is pretty buggy. Well, th there are quite a few bugs, and there's some balance issues, which we'll, we'll get to in a little bit. but. I think one Boy, of the things ever. that concerns me the most with this game is because of the bugs and some of the balancing issues, it's hemorrhaging players pretty quick. Um, so I've, I've been looking at the, the Steam charts. They haven't released sales data yet for this game. Probably in another week and a half, two weeks, we'll, we'll get some sales data to see how, how well this game sold on all the platforms. And you can extrapolate kind of over all the platforms from from some of the stream data or steam data but at the height uh the, the peak players on steam was around 35 36,000 uh as of today the 24 hour peak today was like 4400 4500 players yeah almost 4500 wow. yeah almost 4500 that's that's like what 15% of the peak players and this game's only been out for a little over two weeks. Yeah. No, look, I think they have a problem. I think for sure they have a problem. And I think that it goes to what we were just talking about uh, that they're not, it's not that they're not supporting the game. It's that they're, cause there's, there's patches that'll come out and they'll probably fix the balancing issues and they'll fix some of the bugs, but there's no plans for any DLC. There's no plans for, for any new ships. Like this is such a rich, environment that for them to to play in like it's such a big sandbox mm -hmm. and they could add in characters they could add in more character customizations which we'll get to here in a little bit uh you know what the game actually has in it uh, but there's what eight ships total mm -hmm. yep that gets repetitive and that gets repetitive real quick 
And even multiplayer, you can only play this game for three hours at a time. And then it's like, all right, well, we've kind of done everything. We've run the gamut. We've we've done what we wanted to do. Well, let's log off and we'll have fun again maybe tomorrow night or the night after. Right. It's not something where you're constantly wanted, wanting to get in. And it's even with VR. I mean, that, that <laughs> I don't want to call it a shtick because I think this is the game uh, out of a handful of games that showcases what VR can really do. Uh, it, it, that wears off pretty quick. Now, so, on the topic of VR, were the graphics better in VR? As compared to... Compared not VR. To what, <laughs> did you not like the graphics in, in just 2D? I don't know enough about graphics to have an opinion on it unless they're really, really bad. But I think Aaron did. Yeah, we, we commented on this last night while we were playing. I It says it runs natively at 4K. I did not see 4K resolution on my TV. Yeah, I think they've got some resolution issues, some frame rate issues. I think uh, VR is locked in, locked in at 60 frames per second instead of the 120 that they advertised. Uh, supposedly, they're they're working on fixing that. Now, okay, I think the game looks really good. I play it on on Steam on PC, and I've seen some video of of VR, and it looks incredible in VR. I have to admit, this is this is a game that actually makes me want to get VR, and I've been a holdout on against VR for years now. I just I haven't seen the need to to spend the money on VR, but this this game actually makes me want to do that. So, even I'll, though you know there's not going to be any DLC or well, and, content and released, that is that's what's holding me back because I also wanted to update my Hoda setup, which you cannot find a HOTUS set up now without spending three to four times the amount that it's worth because of games like this, Star Citizen right, wait, 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 wait. and Elite Dangerous. For, for for bad gamers like myself, can you explain what HOTUS is real so, quick? So HOTUS stands for hands-on throttle and stick. It's it's your, you know, your basic kind of aircraft flight sim setup where you have a throttle on your left side, your stick on your right side if you're right-handed. And you have all the, Are we not gonna all make the a joke corresponding... About that? Huh? Don't. <laughs> yeah, just let Hard. that just let that go by. Uh, I, sometimes I like to fly using the stranger method. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I sit on my hand, I never know which way I'm going to turn. <laughs> sit on your left hand, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but yeah, so you can't find one of those setups for without spending multiples of what it's worth. Uh, now, I wanted to upgrade my setup and possibly get VR uh, until I started seeing the numbers of, of players go down. I don't see that this game is going to have a lot of longevity in multiplayer, um, especially since they're not releasing any new content, especially since they're kind of being a little bit of slow on fixing some of these, these bugs, especially in the ranked battles. Uh, there's a huge bug in ranked battles where if you lose a single match, you get knocked down to the to basically to the start where you where you start. Oh, I think it's like Maverick three. Um, and winning a battle only increments you up like five points. You lose a battle, you lose like forty points. So, and that's a huge bug. They've acknowledged that it's a bug. Uh, there have been some people that have lost rank battles and had their their skill level reset 
down to a negative number, which got them all the ace pilot combat gear because it was a bug. It basically rolled over into the ace ace level territory. <laughs> it's just it's insane how they're ranked battles, which is something that a lot of these players are really looking forward to. Um, they, they want to see how they stack up against other players. I mean, there's uh, competitive players want to play ranked battles and it's, it's broken right now. I mean, broken beyond repair. It's, it's not even really worth playing at that point. That might explain some of the leveling, leveling issues we saw last night. Uh, do you guys oh, yeah. know what the max, what the cap is for leveling is in the game? Um, I've seen people all the way up to 50 and I think I've, heard of people getting up to 60 so i don't know we saw one I don't know 65. The yeah we played a 65 last night wow. on a team with like four other 30s so we there's got there's, annihilated there's a couple different yeah. things there's ranks <laughs> uh there's ranks which is what you're seeing there so they were like a, a a level 65 but then there's also skill levels and the matchmaking is supposed to work off of skill levels but yeah. since skill levels is broken it's not working. So you're getting, yeah, you're getting put up against people <laughs> who just will raffle stomp you. Well, oh yeah, raffle for stomp. sure. Yeah, raffle stomp. You've never heard that, Kat? No, I have not. Okay, that's sad. You should probably get good. So I, it works both <laughs> It works both ways, guys, because I have been in matches with level 50s and 60s, and it's like, oh man, I'm going to get, I'm just going to get rolled here. And I end up absolutely just crushing them. Yeah, so, so the level 50 and 60 basically means they put a lot of time in to yeah. to accumulate those points. That's not necessarily a skill level. I mean, I've yeah. I've come up against level, you know, 5 and 6s that just flew circles around me. I just I could not I couldn't kill them to save my life and they killed me every time I went up against them. Okay. Well, I don't feel so bad anymore. It was still just really funny to hear SP look at it and he goes I didn't know they could get that high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is all new territory. I mean, it's only been out for a little over two weeks. So, yeah, you see a 65, and they're probably one of the first people to get there. They've just yeah, put they a haven't ton seen the sun in like three days. Game. Right. The only time they right. ever stop playing is when their mom calls them up for dinner. Well, whatever. <laughs> I only stop playing when my wife calls me up for dinner. All right. So, let, 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 we've talked a lot about the bad in this game. I kind of want to talk about some of the basics and then, because uh, there's a lot of good to this game. There is. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of want to okay. talk about that. So let, let's start with, let's start with the story, right? So let's just go single player mode first. Single player mode is essentially the tutorial and you play both Republic and, and uh, Empire, right? So you're, you, you, you do both. You're part of Titan Squadron on the Empire and you're part of Phoenix Squadron. No. It's That's Vanguard right. and Titan. Vanguard and Titan. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, I've been watching Star Wars Rebels. Got Phoenix on the brain. So yeah, Vanguard <laughs> and Titan. And you you play both, and you kind of you, the the whole backstory is is that uh, 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 on the Empire side, your commander defects. He defects to the Rebels, uh, and then basically you follow this this feud between him and his former number one, right? It's the feud that those two have. They both are like captains now and in charge of capital ships. And you're you're the pawns that they send out to to do their bidding. So that's essentially the story, but the story takes you through how to how to fly, how to do certain things, how to disable subsystems, how to disable 
start uh, capital ships, how to disable and, and destroy fighters, how to bomb, how to resupply, how to do all of these things that come in handy in multiplayer. It's basically a large tutorial for it. And each mission that you complete has uh, medals, has awards that you can get based on, uh, you know, if you made it in a certain amount of time, if you did it without dying, if you had X amount of damage, if you did this, if you did that. So there are medals that you can get uh, as you go through. And then there's like four different difficulty levels that go all the way from, I don't know what the crap I'm doing, you know, <laughs> hashtag or, or slash, you know, Stargate Pioneer, all the way up to, holy cow, I'm really good at this game, right? Like, and I'll, I'll take it on on the hardest level. Like they should have called it Jedi mode, but they didn't. Uh, so there's, there's that kind of stuff. I think, I think it's bare bones. I mean, if you want to know my honest opinion, it was fun, but there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of interaction that you get to have with, with the people around you in the story. There's no, a lot of Star Wars games give you options to go through like uh, conversation options. This game mm-hmm. is not, is not that you basically go up to somebody, you click the button and they, they monologue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. So in VR, I'll be honest in VR, it's a little disconcerting to have a one-sided conversation with somebody. Um, Cause that's all that it is, right? Like you're standing there and you're looking at them and they look like a real person. And uh, you're just like, what the crap? Like I, I Am I supposed, you feel awkward. You really do. Cause you're like, should I nod? Am I supposed to like, am, am I role playing? Like no one else is around. Do I need to do anything? So exactly how I feel right now. Right. <laughs> As you should. Well. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. So it, it's, it's, it's very bare bones. It's very minimalistic. It's probably, I don't know. I would say 10 hours tops. Uh, it took me a couple of days to get through it. I wasn't rushing through it. The missions weren't overly hard on whatever the, not the, I, I'm a noob, like not the I'm Stargate pioneer mode, but like on the mode, like the normal mode, the normal whatever mode, that was. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what would that mean? So, me and Aaron. They call it pilot. Yeah. I don't know what that would make you and Aaron. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't know. know. Did I they got... get like, did they run out of pilots and just recruit flight crew? <laughs> we play on gun gun mode. Gun gun mode. Gun mode. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we'll call terrible it. Terrible at this game. <laughs> I, I, I will give Anakin. I'll mode. give the game this spinning. That's a good move. <laughs> <laughs> and then no. below that, there's me and Cat, where we're drifting lazily to the left. <laughs> <laughs> drifting lazily to the left because of that numb uh, left hand. Yeah. Oh, oh when yeah, you, yeah. When you guys, when you guys played with SP, like how many kills did he have? Um, it depends on the game, I guess. Well, what was I mean, the best ballpark. game that he had? Yeah. I don't like, remember. Average it out. Like four? I think. Three, four? I mean, we got, we got rolled hard on a few of these games. Wait, wait, I wait, mean, wait, like, wait. the he whole team. Kills? That's, Something that's like really that. good for SP. That's about 300% more than what he usually does. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think my highest was seven, five or it was either five or seven. I think I had five kills and seven assists on my highest. That's respectable. Game. That's respectable. Uh, I averaged that's about territory. one. That's SP territory. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's typically SP territory. Yeah, with about with about eleven deaths. Hey, I actually yeah. didn't do too bad for deaths. I mean, my first game I was awful in multiplayer, but after that, I didn't do too bad for deaths. I think I was averaging about three. 
He's we improved once we saw the the comfortability with our ships and things like that. Because, I, like I said, the first the first two games that we we played, absolutely rolled. We rolled into the first match, and this guy was level sixty five, and him and like two other of his uh, team members shared gamer tags that were you know within digits mm, of yeah. each other. Okay, yeah. So like, oh oh, this sucks. So you got clammed <laughs> up. Yeah, that's gonna suck because they're well coordinated. They're they're probably space sim or flight sim veterans so they they probably mm-hmm. also play in in like elite dangerous they probably you know do uh, maybe star citizen other other flight sim games war thunder um and so yeah they're they're well coordinated they know how to work together you're That's just gonna you get trapped and you just get out yeah like oh, you we look did that at the, the second scoreboard. time <laughs> yeah you look at the scoreboard before you go in you're yeah like, we missed that the first time yeah, we missed that the first time. And the like second time SP this. looks at it, he goes, Oh, these are the same guys. We gotta go. We gotta go now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want to get in a second game with the dudes that yeah. just trashed no. you. So anytime no. you just get rolled in a in a match, you wanna wait about three to four minutes before you jump into another match. Yeah. Go take a piss, drink an insurer, whatever it is you've got to do. <laughs> that, that makes sure that they're in a match that you're not in. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Because right, now, I will say this for this game. It was really cool. It's a lot of fun to play in a Starfighter. However, if that's all the game is, you're gonna lose me in about three hours, maybe four. That, that sounds like a that sounds like a you problem. So there are other yeah. game modes. <laughs> Way to make outside, new guy feel welcome. Outside of look, man, I look, I made him feel welcome. Trust me. Uh, there are there are yeah, other there are other game modes outside of of solo and even the multiplayer. There's there's practice mode. Like if you suck. Go get good scrub because there's there's practice modes that you can do and there's tutorials that you can do that show you how to do the fleet battles that show you how to do the multi uh, multiplayer stuff like so go do those and get good like you can go practice and you can practice on your own time and you don't have to bring people down with you in multiplayer so that's another mode and then then there are there are three different multiplayer modes there is fleet battle multiplayer fleet battle which is broken we've talked about that then there's Fleet battle versus AI, and then there's dogfighting. Jason, five v five. What is your favorite multiplayer mode? Uh, it's going to be dogfighting because yes. <laughs> fleet battle yes. versus AI just sucks. I hate those stupid capital ships. You can't get close <laughs> to them without just getting vaporized. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I I would rather respawn because a player killed me instead of respawning because a capital ship just kept destroying me. Right. Like, that's what I would rather do. Now, there are things that you can do to stop that. Like, you can put your deflectors all the way on full on the front. Like, you can take them off the back, put them on the front. Like, you can do that. And that helps a little bit. You can change your hull. That helps a little bit. But inevitably, it doesn't let you get hit a ton because you've still got the AI ships coming at you. Right. Plus, you've got the giant guns from the capital ship that are constantly going after you, and you have to take out subsystems. That's the whole point to the fleet battles, is you take out the small, the small, uh, like the Corvettes and the Defender ships, right? And then you go in, and you take down these big, giant capital ships, either either a Star Destroyer or whatever the hell the, the uh, capital ships. Mon- yeah. So, but you've got to take the subsystems out first. And there's a way there's like, you do that in order. <laughs> like you take out, you can take out the tractor beams, you can take out the targeting system, then you can take out the shields. And then it's easier to take down the capital ship. Uh, we never really do that. <laughs> we just kind of fly around 
and just shoot the capital ship and hope that, you know, we, we hit something. Like, we try to go after the shields, but if we don't take the targeting system down, we just keep getting wrecked. And honestly, it's just not all that fun. Especially when you compare it to dogfighting. When you're dogfighting 5v5, that's where it's at. That's where this game shines for me because it's literally putting your skill against another player's skill. And I would much rather have that. Yeah. And I now know whenever I've... Suck. I know most of the time whenever I die, I've screwed up. Now, there are some balance issues. Like, the tie bombers in this game are just ridiculously overpowered. They've got a rotary cannon that will just melt you if, uh, they, if they ever get a bead on you. And it takes forever to knock down the armor on their hull. Um, so they really need to do that. And whenever I'm in an X-Wing, which is supposed to be a, a superiority fighter, and I can't outturn a TIE bomber, there's something wrong with that. Wait, 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 wait. Is this like, are there people complaining about this other than just you? Yes. That the TIE bombers? Okay. Yes. Because yeah. I get that, but you, like, it. each ship, each faction has essentially the same armor, the same guns, like the same armament. It's just well, they, they've got the same armament, but the Imperials don't have shields, and they're able to shunt power over to either engines or weapons to make them a lot more you powerful. Can, well, you can do that in your well, you in your can X-wing. you can balance your power in uh, on the rebellion side, but you can't shunt that power to give you an instant boost. So if you've got okay. so on the imperial side, if you've got your engines all the way charged, and you need to just blow somebody out of the sky real quick, you can shunt that boosted engine power over to your weapons, and that supercharges them for a short amount of time. I guess when I look at when I personally look at the balance of it, it's I look at I look at my win percentage on dogfighting, mm-hmm. and it's about fifty percent. Yeah, so is mine. Mine's about twenty five percent of the four games I played in one one. Yeah, actually, we I think we have a fifty percent win rate last night off the four games that we played. I well, played that's not some bad. What are you guys you? complaining about? I played some before. Well, I, I mean, I mean, five v five just really isn't that fun for me. I'd like to see a whole fleet out there. No. You know, thirty v yeah, thirty. I don't think you're going to get that with, with the cross play with consoles. Yeah, probably I mean, not. you get that with the Call of Duty games. Well, sure, you get hundred. The map is. I don't, the maps don't aren't know. that big on this. No, um, it's space and it's out yeah, of space. But, True, right, but, it's, but it's still not that big. You but can think go about out this. of the area. So with a space sim game, you the the system has to know exactly where everybody is at all times because you can see them. They're on your radar, and they're they're visually available if you look, especially in VR. Um, on Call of Duty games, you have a bunch of buildings and walls that block views, so you don't necessarily have to uh, keep track of all of the same data. You don't have as much data to keep track of, especially visual data. Okay. I'll give you that. Plus, when you I throw did, VR like into the, the mix, like there, that's a lot of processing that you're trying to do, right? That's a lot of data that you're trying to keep keep track of. Because yeah. at any time... I can turn my head and see what's going on to the right, the left, above me, especially in an X-Wing, because there's no, you know, I've got the, the sunroof. So that's why I like, that's why I like to play in the X-Wing. <laughs> did you, 
Did you add T tops to your X wing? I did. I put T tops <laughs> in it. I, I, I've got the, I got flames on the side. Yeah. Nice. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Great. I heard you have rooms. a pink helmet though. I'm sorry. What? I heard you have a pink helmet. He has a very yeah, breast cancer awareness helmet. month. It's pink and blue. Ooh. And it doesn't match his outfit at all. No, it does. It I, does not. I bought the matching. It does. I bought the matching outfit. I, maybe you haven't played with me since I bought that. Which we're gonna need photos of this so we can put it up on our social media. Thank you in advance. Yeah, all right. I'll get. Well, look, man, we'll jump in. You can get <laughs> photos of it. I don't care. I I like it. I think it's. I think it's nice. It's a legendary helmet. It's the yellow. It's got. It's the. It's the one above epic, right? Because the epics are purple. It's cute. Yeah, and you can unlock. I mean, now that we're talking about cosmetics, you can unlock cosmetics by just playing the game. Right. Like just playing. You don't have to buy it. There's no pay to win. It's playing the game. You unlock cosmetics you unlock uh new armaments you unlock all kinds of stuff and it's i think it's i think that's refreshing in a game but at the same yep. time absolutely give, absolutely like, agree give me the option to buy a, a ship well, like let me let me fly bader's interceptor let me fly let me fly, fly kylo ren's let me fly poe dameron's x-wing let me like there's just there's such a rich uh uh there's a lot of stuff they can pull from that they just don't. Just sad. True. And I think that's How would you want that, though? Would you want it to be something like a signature ship that has completely different gameplay, or would you want it something reskinned over the initial um, pieces? I think at first, let's, let's do reskins, but then you start saving things that you want to sell later on. Yeah. And I think that's like you one even... of the problems that's going to be detrimental to the longevity of this game is because you can get all of the cosmetic items just through uh, just through time and gameplay. And because they're not creating any new content and because they're not creating any new income, once you've bought the game, you're in total cost for 40 bucks. So once the game stops selling, they don't have any new uh, sources of revenue. They don't have anything to bring in new players. They're going to start shutting down the servers because those servers cost money. Not only that, but the player base is going to go down and it's going to be harder and harder to get good multiplayer games as the player base goes down. I, I think you'll see a boost uh, around Christmas time. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, probably. But, Me. yeah. So I, I, I want to talk about VR because, as Jason said, this is one of those games that he even looked at and went, oh, man, like, I want, this makes me want to get a VR headset. And there's been a couple of games since I've had PSVR for a few years now that I'm like, man, like this really shows what VR can do. The first one was Resident Evil 7. Like that showed what VR can do, man. Like talk about just scaring yourself crapless. Like, that. <laughs> you know, like I hate the <laughs> horror genre. I hate it. Like we talked about this before the show. That's just not my thing. But that game was fun to play in VR. And it was just gory and bloody and scary. And it was fantastic. But I didn't see anything for a while after that. And then Star Trek Bridge Crew came out. And man, like that's it. Like that was the one. I have so much fun playing that because it's with other people. It's kind of like it's a multiplayer, but you're all on the same team. And you're going up against, uh, you know, AI ships and there's, but it got it got old. Like this is gonna get old, you know. And like then how you they got had, old. and then they had the um, the uh, X Wing experience, the Rogue One X Wing experience, 
in the very first uh, uh, Battlefront. And that was great. It was like this game. It gave you that, oh man, this is what VR can do kind of feeling. And now this one, like this really shows off what VR is capable of. And there's been so many misses when it comes to VR. I'm looking at you, Gran Turismo. Like just <laughs> absolutely missed the mark, looks terrible, plays terrible. And this is not one of those games. It is such a great way the only way they could make the Star Trek game better is if it was multiplayer, like you, there was another uh, ship by, you know, that was being run by five other people that you could play against. And then there were away missions. And I get why they haven't done that, but because the motion sickness thing, but that's come a long way. Wait, are like, we talking about I don't, Star Wars now or Star Trek? He was Trek. referencing back Star Trek Bridge Commander. Yeah. I try to keep up, Cat. I know I'm, I'm I'm using, you know, American English, but I think, you know, it's about the same up there. <laughs> so I I I really I, I want I want more VR games like this. I want more VR games like Star Trek. I want more VR games like Resident Evil 7. And this is it's so much fun and it's so detailed. Even like so if you look close enough in the VR, you can tell that a lot of it is cosmetic. And I, what I mean is don't look too hard. And it might just be a PlayStation VR thing. But you, like, if you look at the war table, like the middle of the war table, where it lights up blue around it, like it just, it looks cartoonish and kind of, eh. but the table itself looks really good. You can see the scratches. You can see like when, when you talk to somebody, they did such a great job with the animations of when you're talking to somebody and their facial expressions and the way their eyes follow you if you move. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. Oh, it is fantastic <laughs> in VR. Like, I get how that could be creepy on 2D, but in VR, you're like, wow. They yeah, did it was such lost a good on me. Job. Yeah, it was lost on me in console. I was just, I was like, why am I in here? Why, why am I standing in this room? This should just be a button. I should be yeah, able to hang her if I want to or customize the ship. This game was made for VR. Uh, there's not a doubt in my mind that they made this game specifically for VR users. And they were so like, this well, is EA saying that we're in the game now. Maybe. I mean, I think they were like, we're going to miss out on a huge player base if we don't make this available to everybody, right? Like VR or not. So I think that's what they did. But VR, there's something different around flying around asteroids and being like, I can go through that. In 2D, you can't. Like, I can look at it in VR and go, oh, yeah, my X-Wing can fit through that. In 2D, it's like, am I going to make it? Can I not make it? <laughs> I got stuck a couple yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. I, I died to... more from killing myself than I did from other people killing me. Yeah, trying to yeah, thread I, the needle. I preferred I, the mission. I got stuck a go few times. But <laughs> Jason I... the other night goes, I'm stuck. I'm literally <laughs> stuck. I don't know. I'm like, do you need me to come kill you? I don't know. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got out. Apparently, if you cut engines, it'll kind of drift you out a little bit, so you can you can back out. But I I think that's so. I think simulation games, space sims, uh, driving sims, flight sims. I think those are great areas for VR. I think those are probably the killer apps for VR. The unfortunate thing is, is that sims right now are not hot. I mean, sims. Sims in the late 80s, or I'm sorry, the late 90s, early 2000s were the were the hot ticket. Uh, they've they've kind of waned in popularity. 
And that's really where VR shines is, is first person simulators, uh, even first person shooters. Like you said, you get that motion sickness thing, uh, whipping around, trying to shoot things in, in VR. It, it just doesn't feel quite the same as, you know, doing it with a keyboard and mouse or on console. Yeah. But they figured that out. Like, like they know now what you need to do to not get motion sickness. Well, they, they, Okay. But it like still hasn't just, it still hasn't caught on. It's it's turned off too many people because of the motion sickness whenever it first came out. They're, well, they're, sure. they're gonna no, have to sure. they're gonna have to bridge that gap. They're gonna have to show that pe- show people that they've made those improvements. But I think I think simulations is where VR really shines. It's unfortunate that simulations are a niche market at this point, especially space sims, because I think this is one of the the perfect applications for VR. Maybe, but that's just it. Like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, when you play a game like Resident Evil 7 in VR, it is it is a full game in VR, and it is absolutely amazing. And that's the furthest thing from a sim. That That is an RPG. Uh, they've even, like, I played Skyrim VR. An I have RPG? that. RPG? Yeah, it's a role-playing game. That is a Resident first Resident Evil 7? Yeah. That is a first person like shooter like role playing game. Like you I thought it was an action shooter. Stuff out. Nah, that's more like a role playing game. Okay. Yeah. So, let's get down to brass tacks. Like I I played I played I played uh, a Skyrim not. in VR, and that's fun to do. <laughs> the problem with Skyrim VR was I got sick at the time, and that was before I they had figured out like if you just move your arms like you're walking, it tricks your brain into saying, "Oh, I'm walking." But like that's all it does. So, I mean, there's the trick, guys. Get a VR. If you start to get motion sickness in a game where you're walking around, just swing your arms like you're walking. Well, people have embraced VR in this game because 15% of the people that play it are playing it with VR. And I guarantee you those 15% are probably in the top 10% of players because it is so much easier to play this game in VR. And if you don't believe me, like I suck at games. I got they started Bad Gamers Anonymous for a reason. I do not suck at this game. Wait, you started Bad Gamers Anonymous? You podcast? You podcast? <laughs> you two get a room. No. Yeah. Pass. Hard pass. So for 40 bucks, you get five ships on either side four. and six maps. Four oh, ships. Four ships either side. Yep. Yep. Okay. Four ships, Four ships on either side. So you can customize That's weapons. That's right, because it's the A, U, Y, and X. Yep. Well, and not just the Reaper, weapons Interceptor, and Bomber, and Fighter. Right. And not just weapons and shields, but you can customize the inside of your cockpit, which, yeah. Yeah. again, <laughs> in VR is much better than just 2D because you can have bobbleheads. You can have, uh, there's, a, there's a 3D thing, the hologram projector. You can have something specific on that. You can have a little trinket, like, uh, hanging off the right. So, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that you can customize. Yeah, I saw a lot of those from the kill cam when the guy killed me. I saw his cockpit and yeah, I saw, all this stuff looked really cool. I saw a few people that had some hangy things on their kill cam, and that that would distract the hell out of me. Wait, can you get can you get dice? <laughs> I don't or know fuzzy dice. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think fuzzy dice is in there. Uh, uh, you know, I don't think starfighters have uh, backup mirrors. Yeah, no, you can get uh, like you can get a kyber crystal that hangs down. You can get. Uh, 
uh, like little droids that hang down, a pod racer, bobbleheads. Um, What's that monster that Luke kills in Return of the Jedi? Because there's one of those. The Rancor? Yeah, the Rancor yeah, he, monster. It's a Rancor. Yeah. He's got one of those hanging. Yeah. I want fuzzy dice, boo. <laughs> Sorry. But is this a $40 game? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yes. Yes. I, I paid yeah. $40 without hesitation like the day before it launched so I could get the pre-order bonus. What was the pre-order bonus? Uh, just some skins. I think you got a, a jacket and a helmet. and Yeah. Ooh, fancy. Look, it, it, it's blue and, or it's black and red, guys. It's, it's black and red. I, it's fine. It can be blue and <laughs> fine. Pink and blue, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I, I've got the whole smuggler outfit going on with the, the, the pink and blue jacket. And, and it makes him feel pretty. It does. I do. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. <laughs> he likes to feel pretty. I have nothing against that. Yeah, no. I, I've accepted it and I own it. That you are all colorblind and a <laughs> bunch of beepholes. You're welcome. Yeah, everybody else is colorblind. Yep. If we play tonight, I'm going to get a first-hand look at it. If not, I'll wait for the pictures and we'll put them up on Instagram. Oh, there's, there's already wait, are you saying, side. Are, are you saying that tonight is the only night you're going to play this game? Like yes. After tonight, you're done with it? You spent yes. $40, you're never going to play it again? Yes, I did spend money, but yes. Probably not because I, I did like the interaction that we had and you guys seem to be playing this a lot. So it'd be fun to get in there and actually game with you guys where Kat's not going to stab me a thousand times in a little spaceship. <laughs> but yeah. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Among Us. Every time I was in a room oh, yeah. by myself, you just like <laughs> casually pop in. I'm like, oh, purple's kind of sus. And then dead. Listen, I like to kill things. <laughs> yeah, me. I'm things. <laughs> At the moment, yes, you were. I also killed my I'd sister also, a bunch. So I, I, I'd also like to apologize to SP. Um, you know, this is now the second podcast that I have, uh, you know, gone after your your skills in the cockpit, so to speak. <laughs> here, uh, but um, yeah, SP, kind of you're my number I one love buddy. You, dude. Yeah, but you game with you love anytime. You, I got your bag. <laughs> like I'll game with you. I'm not going to complain about. it. I don't care. I'm just saying. You know, you're bad. Just going to talk trash Rob, all over the I, like, internet about you. <laughs> I was hoping Rob would be bad because that's fun to make fun well, of Rob. Rob was bad at first, but then he oh, got he better. Terrible. Yeah. He's, he's still, I mean, he's better than these two yahoos, but uh, eh. yeah, he's not terrible, I guess. Anyway. Wow. That was almost a compliment. Cat, <laughs> Cat, you have to defend my honor. You got to 1v1 him. <laughs> I have to 1v1 who? <laughs> Crowley. Yeah, I'm going to die. You have to defend my honor. Yeah, I can't defend anyone's honor. See, there's one thing that I <laughs> wish you could do is that you could set up like, all right, look, like we're all friends. Like you've got 10, you've got 10 friends, right? Nine friends. Yeah. I don't have nine friends total, but it, like, I'm sure there are people out there that have nine friends and they're like, we all want to play this game together. Like, let's make a giant room yeah. and we can just keep going back and forth the Empire versus uh, Rebe uh, Rebels, but they, you can't. Like, it's all, it's all matchmaking. Uh, so, and I get why they do that because they don't want you just achievement farming. Well, so, but I mean, they could even make it to where it's a, it's a custom match between everybody and you just don't get achievements that way. Yeah, yeah I like would be okay gameplay. with that. Yeah. Or just do away with achievements, which I think are dumb anyway. Yeah. And oh, that's actually one of the most requested features that they'll, they're never going to do because they're not 
making any improvements to the game. They're not adding anything to the game. But yeah, that everybody has asked for that. I, you know what? Here's the thing. Do you think that they'll ever do anything with this game? Or are they like seriously done? I, I think they're, they're seriously, seriously done. done. I think they're seriously done. This game done. won't last six months. Yeah. They'll start shutting down servers in six yeah. months. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't think this, they'll plug this into the next Battlefront? Mm, no. Maybe. I, they. You think? Yeah, maybe. Because this fe- this feels like the precursor to something that, you know, with the last Battlefront, you could fly in a tie, uh, what was it, an X-Wing or uh, the Millennium Falcon? You, there's a couple of missions where you fly in that thing. I mean, this they, feels they like may use the next this, logical step forward. They may use this as a proof of concept for a, a, a Battlefront mode. Um, maybe even a pared down version where you don't have quite the customization that you do in this game. But yeah, I don't think this game has legs. Which is sad because this is one of the most fun games I've played in a long time. It's one of the best show offs, if you will, of what VR can do. Yeah. And honestly, it's probably the best Star Wars game that's come out since, uh, uh, what, Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know. Fallen Order was okay. Would you say this is more? Yeah, Fallen Order was okay, but this is much better. Oh, much better than Fallen Order, yeah. But I'm saying Fallen Order was probably the best Star Wars game we got since Knights of the Old Republic. So would you want to say this, uh, see this attached to like a Battlefront game, kind of like no, Call of Duty I, and Zombies? I, I wanna, no, I want to see a more robust game. That's what I want to see. And I want to see it with VR. Like my whole thing was I bought this game basically blind. Like I, had, I knew about this game. I knew it was coming out, but I hadn't done any research. I didn't look to see if it was going to be VR uh, capable. I didn't look to see what, what, what the info was on it because it's just not my thing anymore, right? Like I'll play the games that I know I want to play. I, I'll wait for them to come out. I don't typically pre-order stuff anymore uh, unless it's like Marvel's Avengers. And man, talk about getting burned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that game. <laughs> uh, don't buy that game, folks. Just don't do it. Um, but I, I want to see a more robust game. I was very pleased when I bought this and I was like, holy crap, it's VR. Like it says, oh my God, I can play VR. And I got in there. I'm like, oh yes, it's just like, it's it's even better than the the Rogue One X-Wing experience on, on Battlefront. This is amazing. This is exactly what I wanted. And then you start playing it and it's fun for three hours at a time. But it gets it gets old quick and there's not a lot of character customization. Now they'll argue there is a lot of character customization. There's not. Well, there's there's, there's really not. Yeah, but not a lot. Not a ton. Like no. out of all of the aliens that you could be, right? Like you can only there's only basically four aliens mm-hmm. on each side that you can choose. Now there's four aliens on a, one side, and you can be human on the other. Wait, what? What are the? There's no aliens on the empire. No, this is the empire. They don't do aliens. Well, they they did Darth Maul. Well, he was an exception. Ooh. He was a Sith. The, the, the Empire, as far as troops and, and, and pilots, no, they don't do aliens. Mm. Hmm. All right, well, you know what? They're bigots. What do you want me to tell you? Exactly. So then there's literally only, <laughs> four, there's literally only four, four aliens you can be in the game. It's kind of, it's just, it kind of, it's just, it's disappointing. For a game that is so good, Right. And for a game that puts on such a great show and for a game that does all of these things right, it 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 gets it wrong where it matters. Right. Because, yeah, great. You were the first 
the first game that came out was like, hey, man, we're not doing DLC. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. So here's the game. Enjoy. And now I've got probably, what, top 60 hours of, of enjoyment before something else shiny comes out. Yeah, and this is the biggest gaming season of the of the year. Right. There's going to be a ton of games coming out. Like, I'm already playing Ghost of Tsushima uh, Legends. Like, I would, that's multiplayer now. They've taken this great first-person game, this, this single-player game, and they've turned it into a multiplayer, and there are several modes, and there's a ton of stuff you can do, and there is a ton of customization. They've even put in a, a new game plus mode where you get to keep everything. There's just so much more to it. It's so robust. And this is not. It's this like you is found very... a dictionary today and or you learned the definition of the word robust because you've said it several times. It's his word of the day. Ah, gotcha. So when we listen to this, it's going to turn into a drinking game. I don't think I've said it that much. You have. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I've said it a lot. Good for you for learning a new word. So since this is basically the uh, the remake of X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, I did listen to that that episode again before we we uh, recorded this episode. <clears throat> Do you remember what you gave X-Wing versus TIE Fighter when we, we reviewed it last year? Uh, <clears throat> uh, let me think. Um, I don't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> This morning. Again, I will repeat that. So, no, I do not remember what I gave it a year ago. Okay. Ooh, are we going to guess? I'm going to guess it wasn't good because the graphics were terrible and it just didn't hold up. I'm going to say a four. That's okay. my guess. Aaron? I'm going to guess five. Okay. Uh, I was in between that. He actually gave it a four and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Price is right rules. I win. Damn it. What would you give it well, today? Then, what? X-Wing versus TIE Fighter? No, this game. This game. If I was going to rate it today, uh, this game, I would probably give it uh, a seven and a half. Uh, it would be higher if it was more oh, robust. There, go F yourself. Cat, uh, if, it was, if there was a little more that. to it, if it had, if it had some <laughs> legs, if it had, if it had some more options, if there was some DLC coming, if there were more customizations, this is easily a 10. But yeah. unfortunately, with 60 hours of gameplay for $40, it's it's probably, it's about, it's about a seven and a half. Jason, what do you give it? Um, so I don't think it's it's going to be a 10, even with DLC and, and the, you know, not game or game mode break. You haven't played it in it VR. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I, even with VR, I don't think it's going to be a 10. I mean, that's a... That's a that's a really really high rating for something that is basically just flying around and shooting things. Um, because there there isn't a ton of depth in the gameplay. It is a space flight sim, and that is what it does, and that's what it does well. Uh, there are a lot of bugs. There there isn't a ton of game modes, so it does get a little repetitive after you've played for a while. Uh, it does look good. It does play well. Um, I'm going to give it about a seven. Okay. Cat, what do you give it? Five. <laughs> a five? Yeah. 
Rookie score. Any reasoning? It's just 50-50. Five. Well, five. why are you giving it a five? I don't know. I didn't play enough of it, I think, to give it a fair rating. I mean, honestly, if I had kept playing, I probably would have picked it apart even more and given it a lower score. However, I didn't play it in VR. So I missed out on that experience, but whatever. So I give it a five. What about you, Aaron? I'm going to go, and you, you Crowley's going Crowley's gonna to have some words. I'm going to give it a four. Wow. And this is why. You drop an entire point in my book for EA's stupid EA account. Having to log on and, and have an EA account that's active before you even get access to your multiplayer stuff but wait, was infuriating. But wait. So the reason that you have to have an EA account is to activate the cross-platform play. So without, without going through EA's server, which requires an EA account, you're not going to have cross-platform. You're going to be stuck with the platform that you bought this, this, uh, this game on. Right, but before you can even access multiplayer, whether it's consoles only or inter uh, or crossplay, you have to activate your EA account. Right. That was just that was infuriating. I, I. But why? I just don't like doing that. I. That's why I pay for Xbox, um, Xbox Gold. Like, just throw me in the freaking server. He doesn't like being told what to do. Okay. Well, that's that's what I'm saying felt, though. This that, isn't this isn't. It just felt like of, shopping. This isn't runoff of Xbox's servers. This is runoff, runoff of, EA of EA servers. servers. So that yeah, everybody just, can play together. It just felt together. like one of those things where you go to the save the the grocery store and they're like, "Hey, we need your number." It's like, "No, you don't need my number. Just freaking ring up my groceries. Let me go. Let me <laughs> let me do what I paid for." I I, I understand that. I get it because I, I I'm an old man. And so I, I, I hate that too. Like you don't need my, you don't need me my phone number. Just screw off and give me my damn groceries. I get that. I, I do. I get it. But the advantage to this is cross play and cross play is huge. And while sometimes it's a pain and uh, PS4, like doesn't always work with Xbox and uh, Xbox and PS4 don't always find the, the, the con or the uh, computer players. Cause that's happened. Like while some it's still a little buggy, it's better because I get to play with Jason, who's on PC. I get to play with Rob, who's on PC. I get to play with SP, who's on Xbox sometimes. I get to play with whoever. It doesn't matter what console. And I'll be honest with you, like that's the way it should be. That should be the default is cross-play everywhere. Look, it's the same thing with Star Trek Bridge Crew. I can play with Oculus players because it uses the Ubisoft servers. It doesn't use PlayStation servers or Xbox servers or PC servers. It uses the Ubisoft servers. I think what we can so, all take away from this is that Crowley says Ubisoft weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's my take on that. And then the rest of the points get deducted for things like, you know, it is just a star sim, starfighter sim. And then I don't see any of the uh, characters that I know and love. I'm not a huge fan of the Star Wars universe just because of all the lore and things like that. There's a lot of infighting from fans, and that just doesn't interest me at all. I don't want to get involved in that. Uh, but I don't see any of the things that I could gravitate to as a as a outsider trying to get into this. So there's nothing that draws me in once I'm there. I agree. I, that's I, that's I, I suppose that's fair. I, I also think that it's 
this is different from what your generation is used to. Like, like Jason said, Sims were the thing back in the late nineties, early two thousands. Like that's where it was at. I was alive then. Whatever. This harkens, this harkens back to those days and it does it really well. And I think it brings it up to speed into the 2020s, if you will. Like it brings it into the modern era. And I think it does it a, a very good job of it. I just wish there was more to the game. So, I think this there, conversation would have been uh, a little more interesting if we'd had a couple more VR players just to get the broad spectrum of, 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 no, of that. No, one Crowley is enough, please. I think if you, I think if you, uh, if you search the internet and you look for VR uh, or articles on this game, there are a ton of articles that sing the praises of how great VR is. But it also tells you there's not a lot to this game. Is it worth forty dollars? One hundred percent, yes. It doesn't matter if you're going to get sixty hours out of it or six hours out of it. It's worth forty dollars, in my opinion. Yeah. And honestly, like whether or not you have VR, if you have VR. This game's worth double that. I'll be honest. I mean, it just is. This is, <laughs> it, it's an experience that if you've got VR, like if you're not playing this game, you're not, you're not, you're just not doing it right. Crowley, are, are you sponsored by EA? No, no, I'm not. I hate EA. <laughs> Isn't that sweet oh EA God. cash? The on fact that he EA. bought an EA game is amazing in and of yeah. itself. And the fact that he has played <laughs> multiplayer more than once and hasn't actually stood us up yet is yeah, amazing <laughs> in and of itself as And well. I don't suck at this game. I don't suck at this game. It is, I love this game. I have so much fun playing it. Okay, well, good. So I we're going to play what, around after this, I'm right? going to have to, I'm going to have to knuckle down and just play with you. And we're going to see if I can get better at this game and see if I enjoy it anymore. Uh, I would be willing to do that. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, then. As soon as, as, soon as we're done with this podcast, let's go. All right, there you go. In the podcast, cat. <laughs> okay, bye. That work? No, no it doesn't so- work. Are <laughs> <laughs> you in the podcast? <laughs> I like that you neither guys- of you listen, so you have no I idea. I do listen. Then how do you, you podcast? Well, shut up. <sighs> so yeah, next week we're <laughs> going to be reviewing Crash Bandicoot 4, which I'm excited for because it's going to be a heck of a lot better than this game. Three point and there will be a new voice on this podcast next week. Yeah, you yeah lost I've been doing some Crash impressions Bandicoot. lately. So, yeah, I played Crash Bandicoot when I was eight. Yeah, well, you guys weren't invited, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm inviting them. I want to see what they say. No, that. why okay, would you okay, do that? that <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to uh, watch some paint dry somewhere. <laughs> Jeez. Well, if you like the banter you just listened to, and if you want to make fun of Crowley some more, you can join the Creative Brain Candy Discord server. Just go to creativebraincandy.com and click on the link in the top right corner. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's all she wrote. All right, guys. Well, next week, Crash Bandicoot. I will talk to you then, Kat. I was hoping to talk to you later, but okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. But Crowley, Jason... Squad up. Let's do this. Let's do it. Thanks for having us on. It was fun. Autobots yeah. roll out. Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> bye, guys. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. 
Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Geem.